friends, and welcome to the Gita Brown Show, bringing harmony into everyday life. I love creativity and I love wellness, and I've been teaching both for about 30 years. To be creative, it's helpful if you have a holistic lifestyle that supports your wellness, because that's where creativity starts. My philosophy is simple and based in yoga tradition. Simple practices done daily over a long period of time will naturally lead you to a lifestyle full of wellness, and from there, your creativity can flow. And today, to get your creativity flowing, we're talking about how to boost your energy, especially I'm thinking of that midday slump that we can all get sometimes when we feel like, oh, I got an afternoon of work ahead of me, but I'm feeling like I'm just dragging down. You can think of today's show as a mini class with Miss Gita. You don't have to come to my place, Three Dog Farm, to take yoga there or sit with me in lectures there. I'm just going to share with you the best of the wellness techniques that I've learned over 30 years and I've been sharing with my students so you can start to find some techniques to help boost your energy throughout the day. So I always love to teach my students sort of the why or the philosophy behind how to approach the skills and the techniques, right? Because if you think of it this way, if I just throw a bunch of techniques at you, that's great. It makes for a really sexy listicle, 10 ways to boost your energy. But if you don't know the philosophy behind it, if you don't know sort of the mindset or the why, chances are you're not going to be able to adapt that technique for you. If you understand the philosophy or the mindset, then you can take the little suggestions I make and kind of tweak them and make them your own, or even better, you can sort of create uh, habits for yourself that will develop that wellness and boost of energy that you're looking for. My goal as a teacher, as much as it breaks my heart every time, is for my student to walk away and be like, Gita, I got it. I don't need you anymore. So as much as I can, I want to share that with you today. So, you know, grab a notebook or something to jot some ideas down on. If you can't do that really quick, please always remember that you can head over to GitaBrown.com, my website. Every show, we've got a full transcript, and I always give, like, the breakdown of my lecture there for you, so you have it to reference and refer to at those times when you want to maybe take your knowledge to the next level. So my friend, do you want some more energy? Have you experienced that midday slump or maybe even sometimes for me it hits me mid-morning. I have busy mornings and sometimes by like 1030 I'm like, oh man, I'm already feeling a little bit of a drain. Most of us need natural ways to boost our energy that will actually give us more energy that aren't artificial. And when we have more energy, we can serve the world more. We can do more of what we love. And I think really important for all of us is that when we finish that work of the day and we're with our friends and loved ones, that we have energy for that too, right? I'm sure if you are watching this show, you're that kind of person who wants to come into your relationships and your time with friends and family with that same vitality and joy that you're bringing to the rest of your day, rather than just falling on the couch in a heap because you're exhausted and tired. Wouldn't it be nice? Picture yourself coming home to your loved ones at the end of the day or picking the kids up from school with vitality and energy instead of cranky, tired pants. So... Here's some examples of how I've seen this with my students and how I've seen it in myself. And I'm just going to give you sort of like the mindset that you're going to need to change things and then specific stuff. 
So let's chat for just like maybe five, 10 minutes here about the mindset and some specific approaches, rather mindset approaches to the things. And then we'll get to like specifics. And I'm going to give you like, I think I have five or six things for us to play with today that you can use to give yourself more energy. But here's the deal. Most of our energy drain is actually mental. Now, there's a few of you out there who might be like high-performance athletes, you know, or you work at a job that's really physically intense. For me, I teach yoga. Those days when I'm teaching five, six, sometimes seven yoga classes in a day, yeah, some of that drain is physical. But really, if you tease it out, if you're not doing heavy labor, for a lot of us, that energy drain is mental. And the energy drain that's mental is actually really good news because it means that it's under your control. Most of the time, our energy drain is occurring, and I see it in myself and my students. I'm going to give you an example from my own life in a minute. But it's occurring because we're like reacting to the world around us, right? We're responding to the text and the email and like the troublesome client and the student who won't behave and the this and the that. And, you know, water pipe burst in my house a few weeks ago. And we're constantly responding to these stressful situations rather than taking personal responsibility for the energy and the emotional quality that we're bringing to the situations. Most of us live in this very like reactive mode. Can you think of a day when you were just sort of like reacting to all the stuff that happened and you're just reacting and reacting and reacting. The time you get to lunch, you're like, this happened this morning and then that happened and this happened and and that's why I'm so stressed right now. And in that moment, you're still reacting to things that happened four hours ago. You haven't even let it go yet. You're still living back stuck in that moment of reacting. Make sense? I mean, we all do that. So to really get more energy, fundamentally, you have to start to shift your mindset a little bit and start to catch yourself and train yourself to live in a place where you're observing and participating rather than reacting. Because when you're observing what's going on and you're participating, you're making yourself responsible for the joy, for the energy, for the vitality that you're bringing to each situation. So that like sounds really good. You know, it's basically like have a positive attitude, (laughs) but like, how do you do that? Right? So you can think of me like as your bridge here between this mindset of knowing you need to be in charge of your own emotional energy levels. How do you actually do that? So here's a great example. It's one I use all the time. You, before any activity, just take a moment to remember why you're doing it. So much time, guys, we fill up our to-do list with stuff that we think is important. And then the next day, we fill it up with more stuff that's important. And the next day, it's like more stuff that's important. But we, stop to, we forget to stop and reflect for just a moment. Why did I even put this on the list in the first place? Why is this important? Why am I doing this thing? And we think my students say it all the time. Yeah, 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 I know why, I know why, I know why. And then when I push them a little bit, they have to actually really struggle and think, why do I do that thing again? It should be like right on the tip of your tongue. Let me give you an example. I teach private clarinet lessons. I love it. I've been actually teaching private clarinet so longer than 30 years. I started teaching when I was in junior high school. I don't think I was a very good teacher back then, but I did it. But I love teaching clarinet, especially to beginners. It's part of my life mission to share the joy of music making, to share the way it opens up possibility, and to share the way that developing your brain with music helps you to see the world in a different way. I love the skill building, the discipline, and I love sharing that. And I really, part of my mission is to start young beginner clarinetists off with the right tools and techniques 
because it is a hard instrument to play. And I know if I can start them off with the right tools and techniques, it makes it more likely that they will keep playing because it'll keep being fun. So it's extremely mission-driven work for me, and I really love it. However, about a week ago, it was a Wednesday. I had been teaching since 1 o'clock. It was now 6 o'clock. I was tired. I had been up since 5 a.m. I had worked out. I had written a couple of these podcast episodes. I think I had a meeting. I did a few other things, and I taught back to back to back to back to back. That student showed up at 6 o'clock, and she was playing something, and my mind did this. Can you relate? I can't wait to go home and eat dinner. I'm so tired. I can't wait. I actually thought this. Shame, shame, teacher. I actually thought I can't wait for this lesson to be over. I'm so tired. And as soon as I had those thoughts, I was like, shapap, you know, slapped myself across the mental face. I was like, stop, Gita. As the student was playing this piece for me, I was like, you need to remember what's happening here. This student came to you for this 45 minutes. This is precious to them. You can either instill in them a love of music and discipline and joy and creativity, or you can phone it in and you can be kind of setting them off on not a great pattern for their life. You have to be responsible for the energy you're creating in the room. It's important to this student. She paid for your time. Give her your best. Like I gave myself like a pep talk. Remember how important this is. You'll eat dinner in a little bit. And man, I'm so happy to say that I course corrected and I got into it. And we actually ended up going way over time. The student and I looked up, we were like, oh my gosh, we've been teaching like 15 minutes past when we were supposed to like, go home, go home, go home. Because we both got so into it. But this happens, right, all the time. And the trick is you got to start catching yourself and remember, why are you doing these things in the first place? Because if you don't, it drains your energy. And you can boost your energy all you want. You can do all these techniques I'm going to show you. Self-massage, taking a walk, desk yoga, music. I'm going to show you all this cool stuff. But if you don't remember the why, why it's important that you're doing this work in the first place, it's like you are constantly have a drain open for your energy. And you can keep filling, filling, filling with energy, but you're just constantly draining it out because it's not tied to this bigger mission. And not everything is tied to a bigger mission, right? Like sometimes balancing my checkbook is a big old pain in the butt, but I do it because I know if the money is organized, then I can support the mission, then I can support teaching you guys. So even that, everything should be tied into your larger vision for your life. I hope that makes sense, guys. It's all about being intentional. And when you find yourself kind of just rotely going through things and getting that complaining mindset of, I'm so tired, I need some coffee, catch yourself, be like, whoa, why am I doing this in the first place? Oh, I love this. Who am I serving? Why am I serving them? Get a little fired up because that will help your energy to flow. Make sense? Okay. So now that you kind of, you know, you know why you're doing what you're doing, how you're going to do it, you got to clarify why you're feeling the energy drain a little more specifically. Usually for myself, my students, it kind of falls in two general categories. You got to discern, do you either need rest or do you actually need a little movement? Sometimes we're just tired you've got a cold, you're getting over an injury, you know, some of my students, they're going through chemo and radiation and they just get tired. They're working half days right now. Sometimes you just need the rest. And I'm going to give you a few ways to get good intentional rest here. Sometimes though, that feeling of fatigue and feeling that just like low energy, that midday slump is you need a little movement. Your energy is stagnant. 
is become like water that instead of flowing freely is stuck in a pond and is just sitting there mucky and it's not going anywhere. And you actually need a little movement to get the blood flow, to get that cerebral spinal fluid pumping up and down the spine and like lubricating all the joints with synovial fluid. Ooh, sometimes you need that movement to feel that flow of energy. It takes a little practice to feel that, but usually students describe that feeling of when they need rest as they're like, ah, like almost exhaustion. It's like this very low thing. You know, like when you go to try and reach in for that like little extra bit of energy and like there's nothing there, (laughs) that's when you need rest. When you're feeling a lot of tightness in the head, the neck and the shoulders, or you're feeling your thoughts are kind of stuck and repetitive, that's usually an indication that you might need a little bit of movement or even trying to solve the same problem over and over and over and you can't do it. Usually a little movement helps then. But really, my friends, the best way to figure it out is to experiment for yourself. Try the different techniques and see how you feel. Let your body and the techniques kind of teach you what's going to be the best way for you to boost your energy. So let's talk about a couple ways you can do it right now. Let's go first with that like you need rest category. You know, you're just like, wow, like I have more work to do, but I'm whipped. I got nothing in the tank, but this thing is due tomorrow. How am I going to get it done? So one of the best ways to take a little intentional rest is just to do a little self-massage. It is so easy It's simple. You can do it anywhere. I do this one all the time on airplanes. I do it especially on breaks. Uh, I'm a writer. I do it in breaks in my writing session. And it helps to restore a little bit of balance in the body. It promotes blood flow, circulation. It warms up the body, and it feels good. It's relaxing, and it will help your body to shift into a mode where your parasympathetic nervous system is activated. Ooh, fancy. Which basically just means that part of your nervous system that's in charge of resting and storing, uh, restoring rather, energy has been activated. And when that's activated, your body will restore more quickly. So little self-massage, we're just going to do some for the face, for the head and the neck. If you're listening on a podcast, I will try and explain this very well. If you're watching, it'll be a tad bit easier. But all you do is first you rub your hands really briskly. And what you want to do is you want to build some heat because you're going to use that heat and that energy from your hands to help your body relax. You could think of it like a bit of active rest. When it's not appropriate to take a nap at the office, you can totally do this. And nine times out of ten when I do this, People start following along with me in an office setting. I've done it at writers' conferences, and people come, they go, oh, that looks good. I should do that, too. And they end up doing it, too. It's catching in a good way. Really rub till you feel a lot of heat. Please don't just make me sitting here on camera rubbing by myself. Please do it along with me. Okay, so your hands are really, really warm now. You're going to take that healing energy, and you're going to place it right on the back of your neck, right where the neck meets that sort of upper shoulder region, and let the warmth from your hands just penetrate that area. Close your eyes. We're going to do three breaths in and out. Take a breath in. And then exhale out through the mouth. Feel that that energy from your hands is penetrating like every cell in the shoulders, helping them relax. You can even repeat to yourself, relax. Ah. Release. Just think of it like a mini rebalance. Let that warmth soothe all those muscles. I like to wiggle back and forth a little bit with the hands, kind of encourage them just to relax a little bit. Nice. And then take those hands and then actually toss them off like that. 
you can imagine like any negative junk that was in your hands, it's, it was in your shoulders, is in your hands, and you're just pew, getting rid of it, it's gone. And then you rub again. And now this one is one of my favorite ones. We do a lot more of this next one in the uh, Yoga for the Eyes podcast. You're going to take your hand and you're going to make a little cup. There it is, cup. And it's that little cup there is as if I was holding it like this, as if there would be water in there and the water wouldn't leak out. You want to get that exact spot and get it right over the eyes. So the heel of your hand goes right on the cheekbone like a so, and that little cupped part of the palm goes over the eye. And you really want to get it over so that the light is all sealed out. Make a seal. And then open your eyes and let them bathe in the darkness and take a breath in. And out. Do that a few more times. Keep your hands right there. I'm going to take them off. It's a lot easier to talk without my hands there. Breathe in. Inhale that warmth and that healing energy. Feel it soothing the eyes, the optic nerve, the brain. Exhale any stress, tension, fatigue. Take a breath in. Let those eyes totally relax. Exhale. Then release the hands and just start to give a gentle massage to the face, opening up the eyebrows, the temples, and the jaw. Think of this as just like a little mini rest when you can't take a nap, but you got to get some blood flow and you have to let the body start to just rest. And then you're going to return to the back of the head and you're just doing long sweeping motions down the back of the head and the neck. And then return to the top of the shoulder blades with that nice, warm, relaxing touch. Close the eyes and just take a breath in. Exhale and drop any tension from the body. Just relax totally. Just do one more. Inhale. Exhale, dropping any stress and tension. Hands released to the lap. Keep your eyes closed. Take a breath in. And out. So that's a really easy way to give your body like just a tiny bit of rest. You can think of it like topping off the tank a little bit and know that you're promoting blood flow, fresh oxygen to flow into those tissues, which will give you that feeling of restoring and boosting your energy. So another really, really great way that I'm not going to lead you through all the way here because everyone will fall asleep is to actually do a full guided deep relaxation. I have a whole mini course called Relaxation Rescue that has two-minute guided relaxations. We've got 10-minute guided relaxations and then full 30-minute guided relaxations for those times when you would like to lay there and get active, restorative rest. It's a technique that we yogis use called yoga nidra, which means it's like deep relaxation or yogic sleep. And it's that awesome place where you can train. You're not asleep but you're not awake. You know, like when you're drifting in consciousness there, you're not quite asleep and not quite awake. It's hovering right at that area is extremely restorative to the body. It's said in yogic lore that 20 minutes of a deep relaxation is equivalent to two hours of sleep. 
It's one of the number one things I do. I do it about five times a week, a yoga nidra practice. You can check out my relaxation rescue course where I guide you through the whole thing on it. Or if you head over to yoganidranetwork.org, they have a lot of free yoga nidras there and you can try out and see what techniques you like. doesn't have to take a long time, but that good active rest can be really powerful. So that's for times when you just need rest little facial massage, little healing energy, just kind of slowing down or doing a yoga nidra is a really great way to boost energy. But what about if you just identify like, yeah, maybe some of the times I'm actually just kind of like stuck. I've been sitting doing the same thing for like four hours. Maybe I'm not actually that tired. I'm just kind of one of those like just stuck. Can't really think my way out of a paper bag right now. So one of my favorite things to do in situations like that is to take a walk. And now I live in New England, so I do not care. People ask me all the time, but what do you do when it's raining? I'm like, I put on a coat. (laughs) And they're like, what do you do in the winter? I'm like, I put on another layer. Like taking a walk is such a fantastic way to boost your energy. That natural motion of forward motion and getting outside in the fresh air, even if you live in a city, fills your body with fresh energy and vitality and is inherently balancing. Some of the world's greatest thinkers took walks, you guys. Beethoven took walks every day. Thoreau, uh, Margaret Thatcher, the Queen of England. I mean, come on, you're in good company. Go take a walk. It really helps because a lot of times when your energy is stuck, just taking a, even a 10-minute walk, just going around the block once, kind of clears things out a little bit. And that forward motion of the body helps that forward motion of your energy and your life. I am sitting in a booth, so I can't take you on a walk right now. But hey, if you feel like taking a walk, get up right now and go take one. Um, Oh, here's one of my favorite ones that people overlook all the time. Say you can't take a walk. Say it's just really, it's a blizzard, but you know you need some energy and you're feeling a little bit stuck. Um, When is the last time that you put on a piece of really energetic music and just rocked out for about five minutes? It's like a pump-up song. So I'm also trained as a music therapist, and I can tell you really quick some super easy tips to find music that's going to like automatically boost your system. So when you listen to music, all the areas of your brain light up. They've used functional MRI to measure this. Areas associated with speech, cognition, memory, emotional response all get triggered. which is very different than when we're reading or exercising. It literally activates every single part of your brain. That's why at the beginning of all my yoga classes, we chant because we want that whole brain firing. So if you're in that energy slump and you're like, oh, I just can't think, you want to listen to some music that has a couple of things, a fast tempo. We generally say 120 beats per minute for the music nerds out there, but it's about this. Think of a John Philip Sousa march. That's the only time I'll ever sing Sousa in here. (laughs) But about that speed is going to help you because here's what happens. It's such a cool thing, guys. When you listen to music, your body produces an immediate physical response. Without even thinking about it, your body starts to entrain which means your body starts to match the beat and pace of that music automatically. So your heart rate will elevate a little bit. You've all experienced this. You know when like there's a song on and you don't even realize it and you're kind of nodding your head or tapping your foot, but you didn't consciously think about it. Your body just kind of started moving. 
That's how music works. It goes right into the, it bypasses the cerebral cortex and goes right into the thalamus and produces that immediate physical response. So you're going to get this boost of energy and you don't have to think your way into it. So pick a piece of music that's fast. It helps if it's a little bit percussive. And I'm going to add this little thing as a yoga teacher. The message should be something that is uplifting to you right? Whatever that message is, it should feel uplifting to you where you're like, yeah, that will activate all the areas of your brain. It will stimulate your blood to pump a little faster. It gets the emotional rise that you need, and it gives you that little energy boost that you need. Anyone who's ever worked out with music knows what I'm talking about, but how about using it throughout your day as an automatic and pretty much free or very low cost way to boost your energy? We should have like music here and like a little dance break. Okay. So you've got taking a walk, you've got giving yourself a little massage for some hand energy. You've got some great um, music that you can pick. Oh, and don't forget yoga nidras. There's one last little thing that you can do that you have with you all the time to boost your energy. Say you're somewhere and you can't do any of this easily. My friend, you always have your breath, right? It's always running for you. It's right there. So really quick, we're going to do nine breaths right now, and we're going to use the breath to fill you with more energy. So we're going to do three that are going to relax you a little bit. And then we're going to do six breaths where we visualize energy coming into the body. So right now, pick a color that you like that's going to fill you with a lot of energy. Colors that are usually bright like uh, or rich like purple, yellow, green, something really vibrant. I'm going to use blue for the example because I am leading the activity. But you pick whatever color and you can kind of substitute that in your head. But I'm going to pick blue. So all you do is you make sure your posture is a little bit aligned, kind of relaxed, but easy. Make sure you're not all hunched over. And then first things first, you just take a breath in through the nose. Exhale out of the mouth and just let the whole body kind of relax. Do a whole body just like release. You can even shake it out a little bit. Let your eyes close or let your gaze fall to the floor and just kind of be kind of hazy, diffuse. Take a breath in. Exhale it out. And then just one more full body. Exhale, inhaling. And exhale, let the whole body relax. Now bring that color into your mind's eye and picture it like colored light. Inhale that blue colored light into the body. Hold it for a moment. And as you exhale, send that colored light to all the areas of your body, like filling them with that fresh energy. Inhale, imagine you're inhaling that blue light into the lungs. When you exhale, it disperses from the lungs into all the organ systems, out through the nervous system, filling the whole body with energy. Inhale, fresh, healing, energetic blue light. Exhale and send that everywhere in the body, especially to the mind. Doing that three more times. Inhale the blue light. Exhale, sending that energy powerfully, massaging through the whole body. Inhale the blue. Exhaling it, sending it anywhere that needs that energy. And then one more cleansing breath in. 
Exhale and radiate that light anywhere in the body that needs that extra little energy boost. Whew, I'm like charged up with blue light. I'm about to like levitate out of the studio. You know, back when I was 12, I never would have believed you if you said you'll be sitting in a studio someday <laughs> telling people to imagine they're inhaling colored light. But it works. I have been doing this for years. It sounds crazy, but your mind is a powerful thing. If the mind can invent airplanes and iPhones, your mind can shift you to having more energy and more health. It's up to you to use the tools. So remember, my friends, you need to have the mindset to always remember why you're doing your tasks. And when you find yourself in that energy drain, remember to stop for a moment and reflect why this is important to you and how it can help your life. That will stop that energy drain. And then discern if you need rest, if you need to do a deep relaxation or maybe just a little self-massage, or if you need a little movement to take a walk, listen to some music, or just take some deep breaths to refuel. Doing these things will add up over time. You are totally that kind of person that can implement simple little things into your day and start feeling big results. It's simple and easy, and I know that you can do it. So drop a comment for your homework over at GeetaBrown.com. Let me know what you picked. Let me know how it's going. Let me know what questions you have so I can help you refine these techniques and make them your own. So hop on over to GeetaBrown.com. Let me know how it is going. I can't wait to see you there. Let's close today with the ultimate energy boost, which is music. We're going to do a little chant for peace as taught to me through the integral yoga tradition. I'm going to chant it in the original Sanskrit and then give you the English translation afterwards. So you can join me or just listen, but let's raise the energy and chant for peace. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu. May the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love and light. Thank you so much for joining me, my friends, today. And hop on over to geetabrown.com. Drop a comment there. You can also sign up for insider deals for all of my courses there. I'll see you over at the website. Have a beautiful day. Om Shanti. Om Shanti.